Yeah, hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to the show. It is a Wednesday morning, middle of the week, the 31st of May, 2023, and it is State of Origin Game 1 day. Good morning, everyone. Good to have your company over the course of the next hour as we start SEN's coverage of Origin Day uh, into breakfast, into mornings, after a new well, captain's run in uh, to the run home, and then, of course, our coverage a little later on tonight. My name, Daniel Pedro. Happy to be with you over the course of the next hour, broadcasting as per usual through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 our open line number, or you can send a text 0457 736 736. That's all before breakfast with Falsey and Trent Copeland this morning for listeners through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. And of course, for our Queensland listeners, Patton Heels along for you after 6 AM. Very exciting day, of course, Origin 1 getting underway in Adelaide later on tonight. We have a big show as well over the course of the next hour. We're going to have a chat with Maddie Cox, as usual, on a Wednesday morning, host of Tradies News in a nutshell down in Melbourne. Uh, we'll talk Origin and we'll talk a couple of other things going on as well. But, of course, I'm sure he's going to fire some questions at me about State of Origin. And Charlie Goodsir will join me in the studio in about half an hour or so. We'll preview State of Origin game number one. So looking forward to all of that. But most importantly, want to hear from you, as always, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736 at 2 past 5. The Hot Topic, thanks to Reem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yes, does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ring. All right, it is Origin Day, game one of State of Origin 2023. What I think, and I'm happy to hear from you if you disagree, but I, I think it's been a relatively quiet build-up to this State of Origin if you compare it to some other years. But we are ready and raring to go in State of Origin tonight. So, simple question for you to kick things off tonight or today. Who wins and by how many points? You could throw in first try scorer. Uh, you could throw in man of the match. But I want to know who wins and what's the scoreline? Who wins and what's the scoreline? Is it going to be New South Wales? Do they get the win in Adelaide or to Queensland? Continue where they left off last year. I think it's going to be very close. I'll give my tip a little later on. But who wins? What's the scoreline? 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170. Closest might win something, maybe a Makita Price pack or something. So uh, who wins? What's the scoreline? 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Also, uh, listers in Adelaide, and I know I've got a few listers that listen in Adelaide. Um, I know SEN obviously does on the app. Anyone that is listening in Adelaide this morning, I'd really love to hear from you. They're on the open line on 1300 01 1170 or via text. A lot of talk over the past few days, um, and I know we mentioned it on the show last week as well, about the fact that there is a neutral venue for State of Origin. Um, and this time it's Adelaide. We've seen it, of course, in Perth, Melbourne before. I think we're going back to Melbourne next year. But... Anyone in Adelaide listing, I know it's, uh, what, 25 to 5, so it is early in Adelaide. But is in, anyone in Adelaide listing, is anyone going to the game tonight? If you are, really interested to hear from you this morning on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. They're neutral venues. I know we spoke about this last week. Uh, ben Hunt has come out and said 
probably not going to be as exciting this match running on to Adelaide Oval as it is for Queenslanders running on to Suncorp Stadium, New South Wales uh, players running on to a core stadium. Um, do you think this build, the build-up to State of Origin has lacked a little something because it is being played in Adelaide? Um, or do you think once we get to the start of the game, that will be forgotten? I'm sure it will be. But anyone listing in Adelaide, uh, if you are, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or 0457 736 736. Um, and if you disagree or you agree with neutral venues, I'd like to hear from you this morning. Levels of excitement, levels of interest. Oh, we did this uh, last Monday when the teams got named. Has your excitement level gone up for State of Origin game number one tonight, now that we are almost upon it? Interested to hear your thoughts. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. So who's going to win? What's going to be the scoreline? You can throw in man of the match, first try scorer if you want. Anyone enlisting in Adelaide? Anyone heading down, uh, getting a flight to Adelaide today? Uh, be happy to hear from you as well. And anything else on Origin? Neutral venue, would you like to see it played in New South Wales and Queensland? And you can throw in, I know we did the other week, but throw in your favourite Origin moment as well. And there's, of course, a lot of talk in and around the game. It is dominating the headlines in the Rugby League world today, as you'd expect. A lot of talk about uh, how Nico Hines is going to be used for New South Wales. I mean, it was interesting, wasn't it? Because when we headed into this Origin series, and really only a couple of weeks before the teams were announced last Monday, a lot of people, including myself, were sort of thinking that Nico Hines might be 5'8", and Jerome Luai left out. And then Jerome Luai had a couple of good weeks, in particular against the Roosters um, a fortnight or so ago, that really elevated him back into that 5'8 position. And obviously the combinations uh, with Nathan Cleary and the other Penrith players, very helpful. Uh, looks like, though, Nico Hines um, is going to be used at hooker, at least at some stage of the match. Now, Brad Fittler has said he'll get a crack at hooker at some stage in the game, and he also played for Melbourne in the middle. He's played in the halves, centres, fullback as well, so he covers a lot of positions. Uh, we know Fittler decided to only select one recognised hooker in Appy Coruscant and overlook Damien Cook. So it looks like Nico Hines will be getting... A bit of a run um, at hooker, which is not surprising, but he could well be an X factor in tonight's match. It'll be interesting to see how much time Nico Hines does get in terms of whether he's going to play all his time at hooker, whether he's going to be on the field for 20, 30, 40 minutes of the match. I think you'd want to get him involved early, wouldn't you? Um, Or as early as possible. Maybe get through the first 20 minutes and get him involved because he could be a very, very important part of that New South Wales side. Reese Walsh has come under fire, but um, Billy Slater has defended him. Uh, Anthony Minicello has come out and said that they should be bashing Reese Walsh, the New South Wales players. Uh, but Billy has full faith in Reese Walsh. It's an important game for Reese, isn't it? No Kalen Ponga. We know he's been left out uh, after a starring performance in game three last year. We'll have to see how Reese Walsh goes. You'd think he'd need to perform and Queensland win for him to hold a spot, but he's been excellent for the Broncos this year. Um, can't really fold him. So Billy Slater, full confidence in him. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But I do think um, 
it's going to be some real interesting moments in tonight's game. Um, and just away from State of Origin, just for a second as well, um, just a bit of team news uh, for you heading into next round of the NRL. So, uh, obviously, it's a bit tricky um, with Origin, and we know that there are some players that will be uh, rested, some players that uh, will be named but may not play uh, this weekend. Terrell Mitchell, we know who was left out, well, not left out, but ruled out of uh, the New South Wales side. There was some talk about him coming in to play uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs this week, but that doesn't seem to have happened. Uh, Trent Robinson, uh, the Roosters, has swung the axe on young winger Jackson Paulo. Uh, Joey Manu will return to 5'8". Luke Keary to halfback. Uh, I have my thoughts on that, but we'll get to that later on in the week. Sam Walker still sidelined for another two or three weeks. As I say, Latrell Mitchell was considered a chance of playing against the Titans on Saturday, uh, but he won't be. Uh, Kieran Foran will be sidelined for a month after succumbing to a painful toe injury. He's been ruled out of that clash against South Sydney on Saturday night. Jaden Campbell will move to 5'8", in Foran's absence. And we know Canberra are resting uh, Jared Croker. So Ricky Stewart has settled on his back line after resting Jared Croker. So there you go. Just some team news heading into round 14 of the NRL that will take precedence once we get through Origin tonight. So I want your winner scoreline of the match tonight. Who's going to win? What's going to be the scoreline? Throw in man of the match your first try scorer as well. Anyone listening in Adelaide this morning on the app? Are you excited? I know there's a few heading to Adelaide who listen on the app. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And neutral venues in state of origin. Do you like them or would you rather just see two games in New South Wales, one game in Queensland or vice versa? 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. It's 10 past five. Yeah, good to have your company on this Wednesday morning state of origin day. 1300 01 1170 is our open line number. You can text 0 Four five seven seven three six seven three six. Asking your prediction this morning. Who's going to win? What's going to be the scoreline? You can throw in first try score, a man of the match if you want as well. We'll get to your text shortly as we head to Matty Cox down in Melbourne. Toast of Tradies News in Melbourne. Very good morning to you, Dan Pettigrew. Yes, good morning, Matty. How are you? Oh, very. That was a very nice way to welcome us in. Yes. I was, it was in your hands there. I was a bit well, worried what kind of uh, tune no, you'd come up with. No, I've, I've got some good music here. You can, you, you know, you can trust me. Everything will go well in my hands. Well, We're consider, still on air, aren't we? Yep, okay. Consider, good. Well, I hope, I hope <laughs> well. Don't ask me that question after the week I've had uh, part-time because, yeah, we won't go there. Must go back and listen to that. That would have been good, probably some of your best stuff. Oh, it was. It was absolutely brilliant. People out there probably got no idea what we're talking about. But anyway, that's all right. St- State of Origin. Yes. It's finally here. The build-up to it, which I think has been a long time coming for some. It's finally here, but mm. it's taking place outside of New South Wales and Queensland, which we have spoken about mm. in the past. Does, has that changed the anticipation and the buzz that... Is around Sydney in your case because that's where you you live and mm. Sydney and Queensland. Has it has it changed the or altered the anticipation? It's interesting. I asked that question at the top of the show. Look, I I think, um, and I could be wrong, but I think this has been one of the quieter build ups to State of Origin for many years. We had Latrell Mitchell from New South Wales pull out with an injury on Monday, which was a big story. But aside from that, there's been, of course, there's been talk about it, but there's not been. 
but not a lot of heat between the two teams, which you don't get heading into every state of origin. There's not been a lot of war of words or whatever. And look, I, I do think having it at a neutral venue and look, I don't have a huge issue with neutral venues. Um, Vossi made a good point on our breakfast show um, the other day saying that he has no issue with neutral venues, but potentially maybe just take it to places where there either are rugby league teams or we're looking to expand. And I don't know if Adelaide, and I know it has been mentioned over the past week or so about potentially looking at Adelaide, but if we're talking about 20 teams in the NRL uh, between now and in 10 years' time, I don't think Adelaide would be in that conversation, I wouldn't think. So I do think it's taken away a bit of the build-up. We're not expecting a sellout. It'll still be a big crowd, but there will be some empty seats. But then on the flip side of that, Matty, I had texts from people that listen to my show on the SEN app who live in Adelaide, uh, rugby league fans who live in Adelaide last week, and they're heading to the game and they can't wait for it because they don't get to go to too many NRL games. Um, so there is a bit of that as well. But, yeah, I, I do think the, the build-up a bit quieter than usual. Which is strange from a neutral perspective down south because at this time of year you always hear the war of words between the two and there's always a bit of argy-bargy. Has mm. there been any of that at all? Uh, not really. Yes, Dave. Former <laughs> New South Wales fullback at... You're really building it up for me oh, to uh, try and tune in tonight. Uh, no, no, definitely tune in. It'll be a great match. <laughs> and look, I, the build-up doesn't always mean that the game is going to be... If there's a great build-up, sometimes the game isn't great. Uh, this time the build-up has been pretty quiet. means the game's probably going to be very good. There hasn't been a lot. Former New South Wales fullback yesterday, Anthony Minicello, said that a New South Wales should bash Reese Walsh. <laughs> um, and uh, But really, not a lot. Not like you'd expect, but... I'm sure come 8 o'clock tonight when the game kicks off or quarter past 8 or whenever they decide to kick it off tonight, um, it'll, it will be on. It'll be a really, really good match. And there's a lot to play for. Obviously, every Origin series there is. But last year, Queensland sort of won a series, especially game three, where not many people expected them to win. Uh, they had a fantastic game. And pressure definitely on the New South Wales coaching staff and Brad Fittler and uh, as much as I hate to say it, Greg Alexander. Because uh, if they to lose another series, I can't see them both having jobs next year. So a lot of pressure on New South Wales um, and Queensland, I think, have named a very good side. So, yeah, really going to be interesting to see how this first game plays out. You've just lost your job on uh, SEM Breakfast on <laughs> yes, 1170 ESEM. I don't think you'll be listing. It's all right. <laughs> what, what, do you, what is your tip then? If you look at the pure on-field mm. perspective, what's it all say on paper? It's a uh, Look, I think it's a 50-50 game, Matty. I really do. And, and you could probably say that about a lot of origins, but I, I think in this case even more so. I, I, look, I think on paper, and it is only on paper, both Ford packs are good. Um, and that's where the groundwork is late in the early stages um, to get the backs um, involved in the game, to get the X factors involved in the game. And I think on paper, I think Queensland have a slightly better forward pack, but that's no disrespect to the New South Wales forward pack who on their day may well stand up and uh, play better than the Queensland forward pack. I think if everyone plays at their best, and that's a big if, I think New South Wales should have enough but we have seen this in the past, Maddie, where New South Wales probably do have a slight advantage on paper, but Queensland just somehow always bring that origin spirit. I mentioned game three last year, and you only really need a couple of players to be standouts, um, and they could get on the top of New South Wales. So 
I am going to tip New South Wales, but I think it'll be very close. I think it'll be between four and six points. Um, but very little confidence in that tip. And I think also the thing about Adelaide as well is that the people that are at the ground, and yes, there will be some people that have flown from New South Wales and there will be uh, some people who have moved from New South Wales into Adelaide. But other than that, the neutral uh, fans usually go for Queensland. So it will be a more Queensland pro crowd than New South Wales, which does help them a bit. But I suppose the neutral venue really takes away any advantage either side has. Which is strange because I remember when it was here in Melbourne, I'm pretty sure it was the second game of the series. It, it opened locally and then came south. Yeah. So I remember going to State of Origin uh, down there. I think it was 2018 at the MCG. And I think Melbourne is actually due as well for another one next year, which will be good. Um, and the atmosphere there was fantastic. Um, I... There has been times where it does ha- is that middle game. I'll have to have a look. We might have I might have a quick look while we're talking about our next uh, topic, Maddie. But yeah, look, I think in a way the opening game is probably not a bad idea though, um, because if you think about it, you get to that second game, a team could be winning the State of Origin series, and no disrespect to Melbourne, Adelaide, or Perth, but. Do you want to be winning the state? I mean, I suppose they'll be happy to win it anywhere, but you'd probably rather be lifting the trophy up at home or in the other state's place, even though I don't think you get the trophy until game three anyway. So there you go. But look, I think game one makes sense. Game two is going to be played in Queensland, game three in New South Wales. But you are right, Manny. I'm pretty sure that there have been other games um, that have been taken to neutral venues that are not game one. I think Perth is definitely an example of that as well. Yes, yes, indeed. But the one thing that will be guaranteed is that there will be a packed house. That's one thing that Adelaide does do very well. You don't think they'll be a bit... um, Obviously, they had Gather Round. They had the Live Golf about four or five weeks ago. You don't think that's going to put them off? You still think people... I I thought the... I don't know if you caught the advertising campaign Rugby League used in Adelaide uh, saying something like like Real Footy has arrived or something like that. I think that was fairly silly. Um, but you still think you'll be pretty packed there tonight? Well, now that I've heard that, probably not. They might go <laughs> protesting about it. No, I think that I think genuinely there will be close to, if not a sellout at the venue. I know it's a Wednesday night and mm. it's not school holidays. So that does impact things. But Adelaide, you you just have to look at the cricket, even when the uh, the the match itself isn't necessarily a great one. Mm. The 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 audience love that atmosphere at the Adelaide Oval. It's it's a great venue, and so any event that is put on there, they flock to it. So I can guarantee that there will be a big crowd there. Um, and if there's not, don't come at me. No, no, I won't. I won't. I just did a bit of research there. So uh, the Melbourne, the last game, uh, Melbourne, uh, last time Melbourne held State of Origin, it was actually game one um, at the MCG. Uh, they have held it a couple of times in recent years. But you're right, game two last year, for example, in Perth, which had fifty over, over 59,000 people there. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. But game one in Adelaide, look, I expect a big crowd. There's been a lot of talk, Maddie, about the fact that it might not sell out. And that may be true, but... I, I, you would hope they would get 50,000 there at least. Um, I understand it's a week nine. It's all a bit tricky. But, yeah, I, I, the atmosphere, I think, and I've been to a couple of rugby league games at Adelaide Oval. Obviously, it isn't made for rugby league, but it is still a pretty decent place to watch rugby league from and a fantastic ground just generally. It is. It is indeed. 
Uh, what have you got to throw at me this week? Well, you wanted to talk about buy rounds. So, so what's going on with the AFL there with the buys? Because I know in rugby league there is a lot uh, to talk about in terms of buys, but I'll let you go first. Yes. Yeah, so in the AFL landscape, currently we have what is known as a mid-season buy, which is spread across a couple of weeks, and then we have a pre-finals buy. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse oh, me. Yes. Which, uh, Monkey the, pox. The, the, Yep. Frog in the throat. Oh, um, COVID. Mm. This, no, 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 no definitely no, not that. No, well, at least no. I'm hoping not. No. Anyway, <laughs> last year it was spread over three weeks. Yep. This year it's going to be spread over four weeks. So for the next four rounds of footy, mm. we're going to have either one less game mm. or up to three less games per round, which people have started to get a little angsty about. Mm. And they some are calling for it just to be a, a clean slate one weekend, get it over and done with and move on. Others don't mind the concept, but I don't know. I look at it and go four weeks. Over the last couple of years, it's been three weeks and that's mm. been manageable, but this year over four weeks. Mm. And then in round 13, so next weekend, it's only the two sides that have a buy, so we're only losing the one game. Mm. So it's, I don't know, it just feels... I feel as if, as if it's just being strung out just a little too much. Maddie, do you uh, award points for buy rounds or not? No. You don't? No. Okay, no. so this this is an issue in the NRL. So last weekend, we only had five games, obviously because of State of Origin, a lot of teams getting buys. But because of the introduction of the Dolphins this year, every round a team has the buy. Um, and obviously some rounds there's more than others uh, during this Origin period. But the, the ridiculous thing we have from an NRL point of view is that we award points for the buy. So we get so there are teams that get two points. And there are teams, if you look at the NRL ladder now, that have had two buys, but there are teams that haven't had any buys yet. Um, and that really confuses things on the ladder. Now, obviously, by the time you get to the end of the season, it'll even things up. But I honestly think the easiest way, and I know when you have an uneven competition, um, you're going to have to have buys, and that's fine. But do not award the two points, because what's the point of it? Without, excuse the pun, but what is the point of giving away two points um, in the NRL when it just confuses things on the ladder, especially when there are teams who I said have had two buys and some haven't had any. So do, does it, is it two buys plus the origin weeks that get re reduced or, or is it all combined into one? I'm fairly sure teams this year, and I could be corrected, but I'm fairly sure teams this year get three buys throughout uh, the course of the season. Uh, there's 27 weeks, I think teams play 24 games throughout the year. So, yeah, three buys uh, thrown into uh, the season, um, which, again, is understandable because of state of origin. And it has been different in previous years when we had, some, well, the past what, five, six years, we had a weekend where there was just a standalone weekend of rep footy, which was international footy into uh, the origin match on the Sunday night. That doesn't happen this uh, time. So we've got three Wednesday origins and no Sunday origins. So this time of the year is already a little disrupted with uh, buys anyway and always will be with state of origin sort of gets a little in the way of the NRL season. But yeah, uh, it's, it's a hard one because I understand why it's there, but yeah, I sort of agree with you. It's, it does disrupt seasons a bit having buys. Well, not only that, it just makes it conf a little more confusing. Yep. More so for us from a scheduling mm. perspective, you, you sit down, you're anticipating 
watching a game of footy and it's not there. And yeah. that's where I can agree with the argument, well, just have one weekend off for everyone, put a pause on the season. Mm. You can promote local footy or um, state league footy or do what you want. We don't have the option of uh, state of origin, which is another conversation. Mm. But the um, yeah, I, I do like the fact that there's at least games that will run every weekend. But spreading it over four weeks, it's getting a bit long in the tooth. And then you also have to consider that we have the pause button pushed one week prior yeah. to the finals, which not everyone enjoys. No, no. It's a concept that I think we've spoken about here before, whether the NRL should do something like that. But whilst I think it has its merits, Maddie, I think if people just enjoy getting into the uh, final series, but I do understand why they do it. Now, whilst we're talking AFL, uh, update and not a great update on Paddy McCarson. No, this is some sad news. So some of your audience may remember earlier this year, I think it was early April, uh, round four, uh, Paddy McCartan. It was an incredibly innocuous incident, and that's why it is so concerning, um, particularly given Paddy's history. I think this is around his 10th concussion that he has suffered. A former number one draft pick spent time at St Kilda and then stepped away from the game to be able to focus on getting his body and his health right. He's 27 years of age. He's uh, so put pause to his career in 2019. The Swans picked him up in the 2022 preseason. Mm. He played 24 games last year and was playing great footy. He was one of the crucial defensive cogs for the Sydney Swans and one of the elements they're really missing in their game this year. Um, it'll be... Well, this year was going to be his sixth AFL season. He's only managed 63 senior games of and he's still experiencing ongoing symptoms, um, which again is concerning given his history. The reason why this news has come out in the last 24 hours is because we've got our mid-season draft taking place tonight in the AFL. So teams can uh, or have the opportunity to pick up some state league level footballers or players that nominated for the draft last year that didn't get a look. Mm. Um, they get a, a second chance tonight. And to do that, teams either have to place a player on the long-term injury list, so the inactive list, or have a retirement beforehand, or there's list spots that are left open from coming mm. into the season. That's getting a little bit too technical for you. But so this, this, that's the reason why this news filtered through yesterday. There was a deadline last night for teams to open up a spot heading into the mid-season draft. And they've uh, placed Paddy on the long-term injury list purely because he's still suffering symptoms from reports. He's still at the club. He's still involved at the club, but not training in any sort of capacity at this stage. So it's it's a concern and it brings to the forefront this ongoing concussion mm. issue that is not only impacting the AFL, but all sports in general and how to, to manage these sorts of situations. Yeah, and of course, we've had players retire uh, in recent years from concussion. We've uh, had players out for extended periods of time with concussion as well. Caitlin Ponga from the Knights, Luke Keery from the Roosters, uh, just a couple that spring to mind. Caitlin Ponga actually earlier in the year went, into, uh, went to Canada uh, to uh, get some tests and see what he can do differently. So, yeah, we wish uh, Paddy and everyone uh, who does uh, receive a concussion injury 
all the best, uh, and I've hopefully he can get back onto the field next year. Matty, I've got a few minutes before I have to run because I've got Charlie Goodsir coming in here to uh, talk State of Origin. But just really quickly, an AFL point of view, Origin, will it ever return? Uh, no. No? I'm going to say no. As much as okay. the romantic in me and the uh, – yeah – the traditionalist in me, and I, I was too young to witness what State of Origin provided for, mm. for the AFL community. I've only heard the stories and how passionate some people get when it comes to talking about the clashes between Victoria, South Australia, WA. We've heard stories about Tasmania as well this year, given the excitement surrounding that team entering the competition in the not-too-distant future. But we've... We tr- I've tried it a couple of times. I think it was back in 2007 to commemorate the 150th year of Australian football. Um, There was a Victorian taking on the All-Stars encounter. And then a couple of years ago, there was a a fundraising match for those that were impacted by the bushfires that was put on at Marvel Stadium. And while it was great, everyone got around it, everyone supported it. It was great to see the, the best players coming together and play from a perspective of... If you were looking at it in terms of a competition as to what you guys have in the NRL, mm. I think we've moved too far past being able to create a similar sort of environment. Even the International Rules Series has gone by the wayside for us mm. where we used to s- uh, send a team over to Ireland and yeah. you know, the Gaelic team used to come here and we combined the rules. That, that's that gone because the, the clubs don't want to take a risk on – having their players injured. Mm. They're such a a big asset and an important asset. Um, So I just don't feel maybe we'll get some of those uh, exhibition-style games for fundraisers maybe into the future. But unfortunately, I know there'll be a lot of people that are probably going to come at me after saying it, but I just don't think the, uh, the reality of the situation is we'll ever get some sort of competition Again, which I think then points to our state league competitions for them to build up that rivalry. Mm. The VFL, the Sandful, the Waffle, there's an opportunity. And I know there are games that are played between the state leagues, but there's an opportunity for that to be built up a bit more and mm. for more support around that. But, yeah, a it, no from me, it unfortunately. Is, it is interesting because from an NRL or rugby league point of view, it is regarded as the showpiece event. Although I would say that it does, in the middle of the year, it does get in the way a little bit of the NRL, but there's no perfect system. And I think everyone is looking forward to tonight. Maddie, uh, you'll be watching tonight, no doubt. Uh, I look forward to hearing your thoughts about it next week. Yes, look forward to sharing it. Uh, you're going to have to play the music yeah, again I know. Uh, part-time I, I because uh, yep. Yep, my uh, my buttons aren't working, no, which is great. That is a shame. Would you like me to play it now? <laughs> yes, why not? Okay, I'll speak to you next week, Matty. <laughs> have a good one, Mr. Pettigrew. Thank you. Matty Cox in Melbourne uh, from Tradies Use in Melbourne. We'll have a chat with him again next week. one 300 open line number or 0457-736-736. This one on the back of our chat here with Matty. They might not have origin in the AFL, but at least they have still have internationals. LOL. Yeah. yeah. I'm asking also, who's going to win tonight? What's the score line? Um, who's going to win? Uh, and you could throw a man of the match at first try score if you want. Yeovil Treeman has done. Hi, Dan. New South Wales, 26. 
Uh, Queensland 10, first try scorer Josh Adokar, Nathan Cleary, man of the match. What say you? 1300 0111 70 or 0457 736 736. On the other side of this break, Charlie Goodsir will join me in the studio and we'll preview Origin 1 right here on Tradies News in a nutshell. Wednesday morning, Tradies News in a nutshell. Of course, it is State of Origin Day, just over 12 hours until kickoff, and it is with enormous pleasure, and we're going to hear from him a couple of times this week. Charlie Goodsir, that's been on the, who's been on the phone a few times over the past few weeks, is back in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. I'm back, baby. It's good to have you back. And are you excited for the game tonight? Of course I'm excited for the game tonight. This is what we... we we wait for all year. Mm. Uh, I always say that I prefer this to my team winning a grand final. I want New South Wales to win very badly. Mm. I'm a bit pessimistic uh, this year, but uh, wait and hear my thoughts. Your claim uh, about rather winning Origin than a premiership, I brought this up last year. I also brought it up a couple of weeks ago. I think I had one person um, agree with you, but most thought no premiership. But Dom, who works in the SEN office, agrees with you as well. Oh, gee, I, I, I don't know if I want that, <laughs> that support behind me. Yeah. <laughs> it is an interesting one. It is a great time of the year. What are your thoughts, firstly, the game being played in Adelaide, of course? One game, and it has been this way for a while, at neutral venues. Uh, it's probably not going to sell out tonight. Uh, we're thinking, what, 43,000, 44,000 people, maybe a bit more of a walk-up. Do you like the game being taken to Adelaide, and do you like the game being played in a neutral venue? Uh, look, it, uh, if you asked me this last year, I would have said I didn't really care. Mm. But the more I thought about it, the more I, I, I don't really see the point in it. Mm. I, I think Vossi made a really good point on um, on uh, Brecky on Tuesday morning when mm. he said that unless we're really thinking about expanding the game to mm. these places like we are thinking about Perth mm. um, or maybe second New Zealand side, that's maybe where we should uh, take games to it. Mm. But the more I think about it, remember in uh, – I think it was 2021 mm. where all three games were played in Queensland. Yeah, because of COVID. Because of COVID. Yep. Okay. Yep. So why can't we have the same thing for New South Wales? Why can't we take games to Newcastle mm. or, you know, we've now got Allianz Stadium. We've got a core. Mm. Why can't we take games there? I, and I know it was a COVID season, but surely there needs to be some fairness. It was interesting. In uh, you mentioned uh, Someone else mentioned that uh, a while ago, and it was a big talking point in 2021 when it did happen. I don't think it is going to happen, but I it's understand. Rubbish. I, I understand the Cheating point. Cheating Queenslanders at it, it again. Exactly. Hello to all our Queensland listeners this morning. But what, the other thing I was going to say is, look, I was 50-50 definitely on Adelaide. I kind of get why they take it to Perth. I understand Melbourne. So I'm not... A, I'm not Hugely for the neutral venue. I'm not hugely against, but it was interesting getting a few texts from people in Adelaide last weekend or last week who lived there going to the game tonight. They're thrilled because they don't ever get to go to any NRL games or very rarely. So by that token, it's good. But yeah, Adelaide, I just struggle. I don't know. I think the marketing was uh, fairly poor as Mm. well, calling it real footy is coming to Adelaide. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of Radeladians myself Mm. and they're rusted on footy fans, and mm. by footy I mean AFL. AFL. They support yep. the Crows or they support Port Adelaide. Mm. They really don't give a stuff about rugby league. I don't think it's a great marketing campaign the way they did it. No, you're just going to antagonise the people that you're trying to entice mm. the game. 100%. All right, let's get on to this game. Let's look at New South Wales first. Of course, Latrell Mitchell pulled out a couple of days ago. Um, we got your brief thoughts on the phone last week, I think, about the team. But what do you make of the New South Wales team? Have you got any issues with it? And if New South Wales are going to win, who has to stand out? And I look, my big thing is the first 20 minutes with both teams' fourth packs as well. Yeah, uh, uh, the more uh, we've talked about it uh, ad nauseum, I think the more I'm completely comfortable with this side. Mm. I think 
I think State of Origin is one of those situations where it doesn't really matter what side you pick as long as they know what their, their job is to do and, and the coaches mm-hmm. are clear in their messaging. So yeah. I think I'm completely fine with the team. I don't really have any issues with it. I just think the injuries are major concern. Yep. Uh, Latrell pulling out is a massive blow uh, because of how good he was in 2021. I, I, it would have been a completely different series if he played last year. Mm. Now he's out for game one. I think it's a smart move to pull him out. You don't take underdone players. Yeah. I think Stephen Crichton coming in is a bit of an issue. He didn't really, I don't know, he didn't rise up to the the high expectations we all had of him mm. in the last series. Uh, I think he'll probably be better for it. Mm. Whether that happens, I don't know. I'm pretty happy with our forward pack. I think we've got a lot of enforcers. I'm very excited to see Hudson Young. I mm. think he's a player that's built for Origin. In terms of a player that needs for New South Wales that needs to step up if we're to win game one. I think Nathan Clear is the obvious answer. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I think it's James Tedesco. Yep. He's been pretty poor mm-hmm. to, to start this year uh, for his lofty standards. Mm. And yeah, the captain needs to step up. I don't think he's ever played a straight out bad origin game. Mm. So hopefully that continues. I agree with you. I think Tedesco has to have a very good game. He did show signs in that loss for the Roosters against the Dragons in the second half where he uh, almost won the game for the Roosters by getting that one-on-one strip. But he's been part of a team that's been underperforming as well. You'd hope New South Wales perform a lot better than the Roosters have been performing this year else there are massive issues for New South Wales. On the Queensland side, of course, we talked about it last week. No Caelan Ponga, Reese Walsh at fullback. Uh, we know how dangerous our halves are. Cam, Cam Munster and Daly Cherry Evans. Ben Hunt looks like he's going to be starting at hooker. How do you see this Queensland side lining up? Yeah, it's been a pretty quiet uh, mm. build-up from the Queensland side mm. of things. Maybe mm. a bit of nerves yeah. showing. They yeah. don't want to give their hand away. Mm. Uh, oh, look, you know what you're going to get from a Queensland outfit, really. Mm. I mean, we, we've talked uh, at length about, you know, the pick-and-stick theory or mm. lack of mm. uh, in for this series. But I, I think they got the squad right. Mm. I think Reese Walsh will be vulnerable, so I think that's where... Uh, New South Wales need a target mm. uh, him. Mm. I think, yeah, the player that's going to have to step up big time is Reese Walsh. Yeah, I think Reese Walsh will be an interesting one at fullback. Caleb Ponger, I thought, played, and we'll talk more about this when we get to our NRL preview later on the week. I thought he played all right at fullback last week for the Newcastle Knights. But I think if Queensland are to lose and Walsh doesn't play overly well, I think Ponger then would probably come back in for that second game if he can stay fit. All right, I'm going to ask you who wins game one, man of the match, by how many points? I think Queensland, unfortunately, Ooh, wins game one. That's very unlike you. I know. I think Queensland wins game one. I think they're going to win 20 to 18. 20 to 18. Okay. All and, right. Uh, do you want first try scorer? Yeah, give me first try scorer and man of the match. First try scorer, I'm going to go Stephen Crichton. Yep. Crichton. Okay. So you think New South Wales New score, South Wales first. score first. Yep. And I think man of the match, oh, I'm going to go with Munster. Munster. Because okay. if Munster... If Queensland had to win, Munster's going to be the one to break our hearts again. Yeah, I'm going to go New South Wales, but I've been asked all week about who's going to win. And people, like, there have been people uh, who know the game very well, some who only casually watch it, who say New South Wales will win easily. I, I can't see that happening myself. I think it'll be very, very close. I, I think this Queensland side is probably one of the best sides of name for quite a few years. Yeah, and here's the thing New South Wales always has the better side. Mm. means absolutely nothing. We all, like we lose when we have the better team mm. a lot. I've lived through it. <laughs> now, are you going out anywhere to watch this game? 
Perhaps. Perhaps. Yes, okay. perhaps. So when we chat, I'm going to get you on for five or so minutes uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll see, A, how the game went and how you're feeling after about four hours sleep. Yeah, I remember when we lost game three last year and you had me on for a chat and I was... Uh, you weren't happy. I was pretty raw and emotional, yes. You were. You'll be able to control that a bit more tomorrow, maybe. I hope so. All right, thank you, Charlie. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you later in the week and, of course, on Friday morning we'll preview another important round of the NRL as well. Don't forget, you can hear Origin tonight live on SEN. We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. It's breakfast not too far away. I'll tell you what's coming up in just a second. Just away from State of Origin uh, for just a moment. French Open, of course, uh, underway, very much so underway. Uh, big shock overnight. Medvedev, uh, the number two seed on the men's side, went down in five sets, 7-6, seven, 6-7, six, uh, six, seven, six, 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 to Seabeth Wild. So that is a huge result. No Medvedev out of the French Open. And you have to think uh, that opens the door even a little more wider for Novak Djokovic uh, to go on and win his second Grand Slam of the year. Uh, Kokonakis will be in action tonight as well against Stan Wawrinka, so looking forward to that. That's scheduled for about 8.15 tonight, so it might be a bit of flicking back and forth if you're interested in the tennis between that and the state of origin. But, yeah, big news. Uh, Medvedev out of the French Open, uh, losing in five sets in the first round as well. Uh, that is a huge shot. More with Brett Phillips uh, throughout the day on SEN. Now, don't forget, you can hear Origin tonight on SEN. We've got Blues Radio. Now, that'll be with Joel K. Mark Carroll and Tim Manor. Got Marones Radio uh, with Jury Forbes, Matt Rogers and Andrew McCulloch. And you've got the Neutral Call Origin Live. That'll be with Jimmy Smith, Scott Sattler and Brett Kamali. So three calls, your home of sport. SEN bringing you three calls yet again for State of Origin game number one. Let's finish with some text. Daniel says, why advertise the Dally M leaderboard? Same as points for the buy. Uh, uh, Payne House and Reese Walsh are on top, but they have played more games as they haven't had the buy. Yes, I take that. Valid point. It does even itself out in the end. I just think, at least in terms of the buy, be a lot easier not to give the two points. But I take your point. Very valid point, Daniel. Thank you. Uh, early on in the morning. This one from Brendan. New South Wales need to win this game going into Suncorp game two. New South Wales 22-10. Turbo, any time try scorer. Cleary, man of the match with an infected tooth. Lachlan says New South Wales by 100. Um, and the Chookman says Queensland will probably win again. 22-16. First try Hudson Young, but man of the match will be Cam Munster. That from the Chookman. Thank you for your company today. Coming up on a breakfast with Patton Heels after 6am, Wally Lewis, Matt Rogers and Luke Hodge. And for listeners through SCN 1170am in Sydney, it'll be Vossi in Adelaide with Trent Copeland with all the Origin preview. Thanks for your company today. News, then breakfast. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning from 5am. Enjoy State of Origin.